I'm Kelsey. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to The Say More Show, a safe space where you will walk away feeling inspired, empowered, and curious. This is a show where we have real, raw, honest conversations to help you deepen your relationships, own your life, and create magic in the mundane. Every Thursday, join me and Jordan Nolan, life coaches, entrepreneurs, partners, adventure junkies, and avid freedom seekers. If you're tired of not speaking your truth, ready to explore your internal world and reconnect to your best self, we've got you. We are here to remind you that your words, your existence, and your life matter. So, what what are you you not saying? The dog lover. Welcome back to the same old show hosted by your favorites. (laughs) And this is going to be a really fun one, but first, update, a little life update about us, where we're living. If you tuned in, in the last episode or two, you know that we have left Denver, and this is our first official podcast in Tejas. And guess what? We're in the closet again. We're still in the closet. <laughs> um, we're getting things figured out. You know when you come in or you you move into a place and the room echoes yeah we're trying to figure out the echo don't worry we're getting our room soundproof for podcast making it video official yeah coming soon coming soon but until then we're gonna kick it back and do things in the closet and it's gonna it's gonna be great but we just got back from an epic retreat this is our first podcast back from our into the wild glacier national park retreat we're going to dive into all things retreat so if you are someone that's been to retreat you maybe even haven't been to retreat but you're curious about it you don't know if they're for you you feel nervous but you hear that everyone's saying that they're incredible but you've never been to one yourself this podcast is going to give you a little insight on what the heck a retreat is who needs it why do you need it why are ours different what are ours about and all the things. Totally. But before we do that, a little pulse check, check, pause for a moment and ask yourself, how did I say more, be more, or do more this last week? Give yourself a moment to just let that sink in. Kels, let's Mm. start with you. How did you say more, be more, or do more? You know, I feel that we're in a season of doing, no big deal, that we basically were in Canada um, one day, and then two days later, we were in Texas, moving all of our things, balancing work, wrapping up the retreat, reflecting on that, integrating that, coming in, moving, getting our furniture together, still working, still balancing, taking care of ourselves, sleeping, I could just feel like we... Oh, my God. I'm exhausted listening to you. Why did we do all of that in the same <laughs> and week? And we, we drove from Denver to Texas. We left at 4 p.m. on a Friday, and we got to Texas at 10 a.m. on a... Hold an all-nighter. Saturday. I mean, sorry, a Wednesday, and got in on a Thursday morning, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was it was an all-nighter. Um, tell, tell the people, before tell we move on, tell them... How did we pull this all-nighter <laughs> where we did more? Quite literally, the last three weeks have been a season of doing more. So what pulled us through? Like, for real, <laughs> what pulled us through? This for is, real. This is not our best advice, obviously, to do more sometimes. Uh, we don't suggest getting caffeinated. 
Um, but we stopped at a gas station at like 1 a.m. and <laughs> committed fully because I drank a bang energy drink at, at 1 a.m. on my College by days. myself. <laughs> Jordan slept, quote unquote, because after my bang energy drink, one thing about me is I I'm did not a, sleep. Uh, why? Why didn't you because sleep? Because Kelsey was so hyped up. Because for those of you that haven't been listening, we've been on a caffeine detox essentially since May. And Kels was just screaming and just jamming to some Miley. So there was no sleeping for me, and I took over at 5 a.m., but it's fine. Yeah. What else did we get, Kels? We got Funyuns, <laughs> and we got a personal pan pizza it from the amazing. gas station. It was a sausage jalapeno pizza. I don't think I've had a better good. one since. Yeah, no, I, that was I, the best. I'm not mad about it. So... We pushed through. Um, yeah, we did calls on the road. We used our hotspot. We pulled over at one point to get signal. It was it was a journey, um, but I'm really happy how our place is looking, how it feels, just the new season, the new chapter um, that's ahead, and to be writing this one. Mm, that's very sweet. I definitely notice you doing more. You have become quite the handy woman these days. Yeah. I don't know if anybody has a partner, a lover, a best friend, whatever, but watching somebody build shit and like be good at it is kind of hot. So <laughs> I, I was impressed with your like skills of putting things together. I like to put things together, but I don't like to read directions. So sometimes that's a problem. Yeah. I feel like that that's a testament in your relationship. Like if you can build things together and move yeah. easily together and we did it actually pretty, I feel we like... Do everything little, with ease. It honestly is mind-blowing sometimes. Yeah, you are really good at reminding me that about, like, the ease. Or, like, we do this, like, this is so easy. Like, people would, like, get divorced over this shit or have breakdowns. And obviously, we, like, had our moments where we, like, cried and stuff for all the transition. And we were just, like, exhausted. But, gosh, we, like, really held our shit together. I'm, like, really proud of us. I know. Me too. I love this for us. All right, well. Give it to us. I also did more and more and some more (laughs) the last week for sure. I think would just move. Well, honestly, my organization skills just really soared. and They really did. Damn. Mm -hmm. All the boxes were labeled. You have to know what your strengths are. Totally. And you're really good at taking direction, and I'm really good at giving it. So... (laughs) I definitely labeled some boxes and crushed that, crushed our move. For those of you that don't know, because I don't think we recorded a podcast on this, but we were not supposed to move until Friday and our move got moved up two days early. Um, So essentially packing, moving and changing everything within a two hour notice was quite crazy and chaotic. And Somehow, I feel like we still stayed really grounded and rooted and strong in our relationship throughout that. So I'm proud of us. Um, And I'm proud of us for still, like, even in the small moments. Like, I did five minutes of breath work earlier today and just laid on the ground to do that before starting the day since I knew it was busy. So just in the busy season we're in of doing more, I'm really proud of us for continuing to find ways to thrive in our business and our life and in our relationship. Yeah, I want to name that because I feel like for a lot of people, when you're in a season of doing and busyness, it can almost feel like you can't literally, you can't take your foot off the gas. Like it feels like maybe you have the story of if you slow down, like it'll never be busy again or it'll never be feel like successful again. Or if you slow down, you're never going to 
move forward again or whatever the story is. If you slow down, you're going to have to feel or you're going to get tired or you're not going to have energy again. I really want to challenge that because I think for us, we find that we don't have to go from like full throttle to like nothingness. And I like what Jordan named is there's there's moments, even when you're busy, to, to find that harmony of you can have it all. You can have a busy schedule. You can be present with your family. You can take care of yourself. You can have a thriving body and relationship with food. You can have, you know, downtime and rest. You can have it all, but it does take intentional um, living to do that and to live mm-hmm. in that. And I think that that's something that we found, even in this busy season, I think for sometimes, even though we did rest like fully one day and we have been exhausted, but we have been doing all the other things as well. We're still taking care of ourselves. I think we even talked about this. We had our final retreat call last night for the retreat we're going to be diving into today. Um, but on that call, it was really special because we talked a little bit about energy management and your masculine and feminine energy. And oftentimes when we're in a season of grind or doing or a lot happening, we don't usually play in our feminine energy as much. And I think we've done a really good job, even if normally we would have an hour morning routine. And right now we only have time for a 10 minute morning routine or whatever it is. Because I love napping and (laughs) napping in the mornings. Yeah, we're essentially just condensing the things that light us up. Um, and finding time to still make it fit in and still juggling it all, which I love. Even today, for example, we wanted to do an hour workout with like heavy weights, but with the season we're in and how exhausted our bodies are, we like literally physically couldn't handle that. So we did 20 minutes with ankle weights outside to get a little bit sweatier. And it was nice to still have that endorphin release and still like, I guess the word is proud. I'm very, very proud of how we're handling Mm. the season that we're in because we're still finding ways to constantly honor ourselves through retreats, through hosting, through leading, through life, through all of it. Mm -hmm. So asking yourself, what season are you in and and not counting yourself out, whether it's a really busy season or maybe your kids are home from school or work is busy or whatever it is to find ways to still create magic in the mundane for yourself um, because your life matters and before you know it you blink and you're fucking 60 and you're wondering where life went because you're just spent it all being busy mm-hmm. yeah absolutely well I think we are ready to dive in to the juiciness of what just went down in Glacier National Park for those of you that don't know we host three to four retreats a year in the U.S. and internationally all around the world this last one was in Montana, almost in Canada, like Kels named, um, and it was absolutely incredible. What was your take on the retreat? And a little behind the scenes. A little behind the behind the scenes. Well, first, um, I want to name that <laughs> we, me and Jordan, got to the retreat. We always do this usually as we get to the retreat, like location earlier, and just kind of ground into the energy, get settled do any last minute things, um, kind of plan out the retreat. It's kind of actually interesting. I think we used to plan or try to plan the retreat wherever we lived, but I find that we always find more clarity in like the routine and like what this is really going to be about once we're there. Um, So we actually did that in Glacier while we were there. However, when we were about to enter the park, it was a little bit colder. So we stopped the car and, and got gas and 
put on her coats and kind of changed gear to go on to our first hike prior to the girls getting there. And I forgot about that. Yeah, we opened the car. So we drove from Denver to Montana, which was about a 15-hour drive, and we split that up uh, by one day. And we finally got there, and we had our whole car packed with, like, you know, everything. Stuff. Like, all of the retreat stuff. We had all of our bags, all of our clothes for the week prior for the retreat, for the ride back. Like, literally the gift everything. Bags. All yeah. of it. So we had two containers. Um, we just tried to make it really organized that one one container was like retreat, like stuff, like our incense, our cards, our lights, our candles, like all the things that we need for our activities. And then the other, also in that box was the gifts um, for all the girls. And since we are packing and we were moving from Denver to Texas, everything was in boxes and we had three clear boxes at the house. And we grabbed two of the three and come to find out that we actually grabbed not the retreat box. We grabbed <laughs> we grabbed the miscellaneous yeah, box. Yeah, we grabbed the miscellaneous box. So all of our retreat gifts, all of the retreat stuff was still in Denver. So we called our friend. She was so sweet and like fast to do it. She literally did it the next day, expedited, shipped it. And then we got all of our stuff in a massive box, like two days later, part of the retreat. But this is the shit. Like this is this you is what happened. Them at about retreat. the hike, though. Fill them in on the hike, the very first hike when we got to the top. Oh. Open the door. Oh yeah. So we opened up the door for the first hike, and it is torrential, torrential downpour. downpour. Yeah, it is torrential downpouring. Um, we saw that it was going to be raining from like ten to eleven. Well, it's eleven thirty, and it's still raining. Well, we drove all the way there, and we decided to keep doing the hike. So we got out. We were soaked, completely soaked. Like drenched and freezing. I think our body parts went completely numb. Yeah, and we hiked. How long was the hike big? Like two miles like, up? It was like four miles total, which doesn't sound like that big of a deal. But with the incline, the snow, oh, the yeah, there rain was snow. coming sideways, not to mention we couldn't see in front of us because the fog got so thick when we got to the like the ending point where it's supposed to be the lookout. And we got stopped because there was, like, extreme bear activity, which, you know, we're going to Glacier. Of course, we trained the girls with survival training. This was the only retreat into the wild where we do, like, survival and fitness training. Mm -hmm. All the other retreats do not include that. Um, so we knew we could see bears. But it was I couldn't so even see, eerie. It I was couldn't like even a scary see, movie. I couldn't even see two feet in front of me. So if there was a bear, I was going to meet the bear. <laughs> the bear and, was going to chew our leg. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, there's many, that was probably one of my favorite just pre-retreat moments, but even just how we handled, like, retreats are no joke. People are like, I want to host a retreat, and I'm like... You have no you idea. Have no like, idea. you like, literally need to hire somebody. It's intense. Um, and so we, yeah, I love that I get to do this with you, because we both have done retreats on our own, and it sure is a hell of a lot more fun and easy with you. Oh, 100%. I think energy management is huge. So that's something like behind the scenes, I think that I want to name that people don't realize or see. You can't just show up and decide you want to lead a retreat. It's really, really essential that you manage the, your energy and that you're in a really good space to be able to lead, that you're grounded, that you feel like that the girls feel safe with you, that they feel prepared for everything that they're going to be embarking on. Um, and also like having somebody with you on the retreat that like Kelsey and I's energy, yes, is both very vibrant, but we are opposite. We're very yin and yang and we need that for our retreats because some people really need nurtured and held and other people need a kick in the ass. And so the fact that we have two different energies is helpful because we can really manage the girls in a beautiful way 
and everyone feels seen, heard, and so supported. And if it was just one of those energies, I think the retreat wouldn't feel complete and it would feel lacking not having that. Yeah. The girls, it's interesting at every retreat. Um, half of them probably gravitate to me and like half gravitate towards Kels because yeah, of whatever sure. energy we're providing. For sure. The last retreat, we were mom and dad. Um, this oh retreat, we were mama and papa. <laughs> I still don't know if I accept that. We went straight to mama and papa. I'm like, where did that come from? Yeah, but I think that's one of my favorite things about doing it with you. Like you said, having the girls have like both of us is really important. And what makes our retreats different is sometimes you just go and you get like one leader and that leader is incredible. But then when we've, and we thought that was great. Like our retreats individually were incredible and people like didn't not, not like them in a sense, but having, we've had two girls now come to like both of ours individually and together. And it just is like so much better in my yeah. opinion. And they've given us that feedback, the ones that went to ours individually and then went to the ones of us doing it together. We've gotten the feedback and Kels and I kind of decided collectively that going forward, we will always do retreats together um, just because the impact that I think mm -hmm. it truly, truly has on the women. And one of the beautiful feedbacks that we've gotten from the girls to us, which is really refreshing and sweet. And I'll name this too, the very first retreat Kels and I hosted together was when I actually decided that I was definitely going to marry her because I wasn't like fully sure yet if that was like going to happen and every retreat I feel like our relationship just grows so much deeper and we're more connected and I fall more in love with you mm. because I see the way that the girls like look at us and it just feels really special and at the end of every retreat they always really compliment like our love and how we lead how we communicate how we do all the things and I forget sometimes how easy our relationship is and how we move and how we do things. And to just always hear that reflected back just feels so mm. good to know that, like, other people, I guess, see that or see what we feel. Or sometimes, not that we take it for granted, but I think sometimes we don't realize, like, how special our relationship is and how special the container we create is, like, how mm -hmm. special our retreats truly are. Yeah. I love too. oftentimes we hear is people, especially, well, all of them really, not even just Sedona, but even this last one that people are like, I really want to go back home. Like we always ask like, what was their biggest takeaway or what's their best next step after the retreat? Because quote unquote retreats are, um, I, me and you both really pride ourselves on the retreats aren't just like a hoorah rah weekend. And then it's like, oh, it was incredible. And then you go back home and like your life is still the same. We really pride ourselves in making sure that there is true sustainable transformation and change for you. That is why we do six weeks of coaching prior because a lot of other retreats out there, you just like go to, retreat, go to the retreat or you like Tony Robbins even like that's just like a big weekend of just like big energy and big change. And I mean, I'm, I've even been to like events like that where it's like the most incredible experience and then you go home and it's like a a sad hole because you don't have that you don't know how to a lot of people that. get super depressed I think after a retreat so to yeah. what you were saying I really love that we pride ourselves and focusing on post retreat embodiment and integration and that is a huge topic that we focus on and talk about at the retreats because it's not just a celebration where you go back home and then it's like well how the fuck do I actually implement these things and that's something we work on for six to eight weeks so that post-retreat, you're actually fucking making changes mm -hmm. and you're making changes throughout the entire time, 
versus just going to a, a celebration, which is amazing, and you feel that energy, and it's crazy, like you've named, then when you go home, it's like, well, what do I do? Like, I've been to events like that, and I go home, and I'm depressed. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, I hate my life. Like, I'm questioning everything, but I don't know what to do with it. Like, yeah. that's the worst feeling. Yeah, I really love that. That's something even the girls, like, when they went home this last time is a lot of them um, really start to question their, not question maybe their relationships, but make sure that they're not settling or make sure that like if they do have a really good partner and they, they've just taken it for granted. And I think that's one of my favorite things as we hear is like they go back and really reevaluate their relationship. Because for me, life by yourself is really easy and fun and anyone can do that. But not everyone can have a beautiful, co-nourishing, healthy, love-based relationship. And I think that at the end of the day, we all are craving connection and love. And sure, your single fun life or like this vision that you have, like maybe your partner's not meeting your needs um, and you think that there's something better out there, there is. But I also believe that sometimes we have to take radical responsibility and like what are we not doing in that relationship um and i really love how the girls often like the relationships get stronger or mm -hmm. that they decide that you know that they have been settling and they're tired of bending over backwards and they're not happy and they haven't been happy for a long time and it really just gives them permission to go create the love and the life that they really desire and that they deserve a hundred percent and i think that with family members and their loved ones i've noticed like a lot of people either go home they either get divorced or they rekindle the relationships is like what we see. And then like with family members, like they want to, like we have a few girls that are wanting to bring their mom to breathwork events. And one girl that's buying her mom a breathwork session and other ones that are wanting to do like group astrology sessions with their family and things mm -hmm. like that, because they're like, Oh my gosh, this is so incredible. Like I want to bring them along for the ride. And you guys got to go home post retreat and invite other people to be on the journey with you you obviously can't force them but if people see you rise what's so powerful and what we believe in our retreats is we're not here to rise alone we're here to rise together and if you can bring people along with the journey with you you get to do that so we're not only shining our lights you guys are going home and then you're shining your light and rising the community around you too mm -hmm. so good yeah powerful what was your like if you maybe could change something or if you like or struggled like with something in the retreat like give people somebody something like real and raw something that you're like Damn. as a leader yeah mm. well at this one so it's really unique Kels and I are actually both really good cooks and I chefed majority of it and Kels chefed part part of it and she has done full chef work at my retreat that I used to host by myself but normally we hire a chef to come in and this retreat, because it was almost in Canada and like kind of in the middle of nowhere and it's hard to get to and like whatever, we were like, what if we just take that on? Like we'll do it, we'll split it up. So I don't take anything back. Our last retreat was literally incredible. Like I loved the girls. It was so emotional watching them see the water for the first time and see the views and, and be so fucking proud of themselves. That was like the most exciting part for me was watching them feel like, holy shit, I faced this. Oh my God, I never get out enough. Oh my God. Just all the shifts, all the connections, all the, all the like aha moments. Like mm -hmm. that was beautiful to witness. But normally you and I have way more downtime yeah. to like manage our energy and regroup. So I felt like 
if we would have had one more day of the retreat, I wouldn't have made it energetically because we were so physically exhausted from doing such hard adventures. And then we would do beautiful healing journeys at night. And so there was just a lot happening, a lot of different energies that we were playing in. And there was never really a moment for us to have like total downtime and reset. Mm -hmm. So that would be the only thing I would have shifted. I even went into the room at one point and I showered and I was getting ready to have to go make dinner. And like, I was so excited to cook for them. But I just laid in the bed and cried for a minute because I was so fucking tired, like mm -hmm. so tired. And I just like needed a moment. Yeah. So that's like my real raw, honest truth Love that. is that I think going forward, making sure that our, there's not as much driving distance to what we're doing so that we get more downtime because we made sure that, of course, we make sure that the girls get plenty of downtime and rest and that they get a really recalibrate and reset. But we need to make sure that we always have that, too. And this is the first retreat we really like haven't had that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that is um, that's so important at a retreat. And number one, it's so important that you delegate. I think we did the best we could. And I think it was totally. incredible. But if you are like maybe even you're listening and you host retreats or something or wanting to learn from us that you can't and shouldn't do it on your own. And Jordan actually helps people bring their retreat visions to life and does a retreat mentorship roadmap. Um, so it'd be really powerful even if you're curious about like, I want to do this in the future. What does this take? And like, what does mentorship look like? Because we've done this for over three years now and have hosted yeah. however mm -hmm. many retreats in so many different locations and have trialed and aired all of this. Um, and it's no, it's no easy task. But I feel no. at the same time, it was easy for us, or in a sense, quote unquote, easy for us. I mean, for me, like just putting it together wasn't that hard. But then over time, you really learn like what to do and what not to do. Totally. And I think the, again, going back to the energy management piece, like I have clients right now that I'm helping with, with retreat mentorship that are stepping into hosting dream or their dream retreat this spring. And one of the things we're focusing on because she wants to do it on her own, like a few of them do, like they don't have partners like we do doing it with them. So they're bringing somebody in for energy management. I'm actually going to be going to Sedona for one of those to help her manage her energy and make sure she stays in a really beautiful place while doing it so that she can be in her power fully leading and not feel empty at all. So making sure that you have somebody, if you're hosting retreats, even if you're hosting it solo, you still need somebody for energy management and to just be that support because sometimes hosting retreats can feel really lonely. Like we go into our room at night and sometimes we're like, did they like that? Did they like, there's just not a whole lot of validation in it. And obviously that's not why we do them. We have to believe in ourselves and what we're doing and that it's strong enough, but having a partner, a business partner, or just somebody either co-host it or to help manage your energy, it helps because in the moments where you're questioning maybe your power at all or if it's enough, just feeling and having that mirrored back to you that it is is really, really, really important because if you get out of energy or out of alignment when hosting a retreat, it is not going to turn out well. Not pretty. Yeah. Doesn't feel good. It does not go over well. Cool. Anything else about retreats behind the scenes? I feel like I could talk about retreats all day. I just, I do want to name like the one thing where I think our retreats are so different. Like we obviously, like I said, host three to four a year and they usually all have 
a theme. We have one in the mountains, one in the desert, one by the ocean, and then one that's kind of a wild card that we just throw in there when we feel like we have the energy for it. And all of our retreats sell out, which I'm so freaking grateful for. Mm -hmm. But even though we sometimes teach around the same topics, we teach it in different ways and do different activities at every retreats. We have some girls that come to multiple retreats a year because you take something away from every single one. And also think of it this way from an energetic standpoint. Every element that you're in brings out a different energy in you and it brings out a different energy in us as leaders. So therefore, every retreat we host is never, ever the same. So if you're craving to come, Kelsey will put in the notes, schedule a discovery call with one of us, whether you're wanting to host retreats, whether you're wanting to possibly come to one. We'll also drop our application. All of our retreats in 2023 are sold out, um, but we are taking... Um, applications for 2024 and enrollment has started um, for those. So on the discovery call, we can talk about, we'll probably release within the next few months what those retreats will be next year. Um, but we have started enrolling um, for those. So if you're wanting to be a part of that and make sure to reach out and we can really connect and dive into what's best for you. I also will name, it's kind of funny, sometimes what we gravitate to is actually the opposite of what we need. We have some girls that like really want to come to End of the Wild. It's more adventurous. It's crazy. It's like an adrenaline rush, like whatever. It's usually more wildlife, but maybe what you actually need is actually like Into the Vortex where it's more healing, more spiritual, more calm, more stillness, more time with yourself. Um, so it's funny, and you don't have to decide that all on your own. That's something we help our our people with. We help mm -hmm. kind of navigate and direct you to what retreat is really going to be the best fit for you. Beautiful. We'll drop the link um, below. If you have any questions, follow us on Instagram. And then one other thing I want to name is just the, if you're like, are they going to like me? Is this the right group? Is this going to be safe to be all of me? And I can wholeheartedly say that we create an incredibly safe space for you just to be exactly who you are. And it is no joke that the right women are always at the right retreat with the right women. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's really, really wild. A lot of, I mean, every single retreat, they were all either very similar or struggling with the same thing or someone was there before a year ago. And like, you just really get to heal together. And I think that's one of my favorite parts um, is just the supportive community and the sisterhood that is truly built. Um, so if you are even struggling to find friends and like-minded people and people that love to like heal and talk about quote-unquote weird shit, when it's not weird shit, it's just normal shit um, <laughs> that we talk about, you would love um, this and we would love to hold you and help you and we've got you. That is such a good, good point. I love that you just said that though because it is funny. I will say every retreat has somewhat of a theme. One retreat, like people were wanting to leave their relationships and then there was one girl in the group where her relationship was thriving and she got to kind of help them and they get to kind of co-help each other. This last retreat, we had a lot of veterans there that like mm. were transitioning from a life of being told what to do all the time to a life of them getting to rewrite their rules and like, how the fuck do I do that? So it's really beautiful. Like Kel said, at every retreat, we really do have the right women there and you're never alone and the biggest thing we hear on every single testimonial and it's never not in there is thank you for letting me be all of me i really mm. felt so seen mm, yeah every retreat yeah. every testimonial authentic self she coming alive yeah beautiful
All right, my loves, well, if you love this episode, as always, please give us a rating, a review, share it with your friends, share it with your loved ones, share it with someone who needed to hear this, or maybe a soul sister that want you want to bring to one of the retreats, and maybe you guys can come together. We would love to hear from you, see you, and support you. But in the meantime, we'll see you guys on the next episode.